Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Hello and welcome back to your journey through the book of Leviticus. Today is chapter 17. I love this idea of us walking through the book of Leviticus together. And today, as we go through chapter 17, I want to do something a little bit different. Today, I'm going to ask you a question as we get ready to read this together. And then maybe we can discover it as we go through it. Once again, the idea of the book of Leviticus is God is trying to keep a slave nation free. He wants them to be able to stay in the freedom he has created for them. You know, most of these people were born in Egyptian bondage. Now they're going to die as free people. But how they get from point A to point B is going to determine on whether or not they're able to obey and abide by what God is trying to do in their life. And so he lays these things out so that they can stay free and so they can stay close to him. And today what we're going to do, as we see chapter 17, is Leviticus is going to start shifting the subject toward how God's people are to be holy in their everyday lives. And here's the question, why? Why does God care about the everyday ins and outs of these people's lives and then, now later, our life? I want you to think about that as we read this together. And I'm, I'm just curious, once again, the question, why? Why does God care about what these people are doing in their everyday life and then about us when it comes to our everyday life? I'm going to do something different today as well. I haven't read this ahead. Now, I've read the book of Leviticus several times over the course of my life, but I didn't read it beforehand because I wanted us to maybe kind of discover it together as we read through this. And so I'm going to read this having not read it before recording. And so I may have to pause and go, wait a minute. (laughs) So we'll see. But if you have your Bibles, it's so good to read it along with me if you can. Of course, if you're driving, please keep your eyes on the road. But otherwise, so we can just discover God's word together. So here we go. I'm going to start with chapter 17, verse 1 through 9, and this is going to talk about the slaughter of animals. Here we go. Verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to Aaron and his sons and all the people of Israel. This is what the Lord has commanded. All right, here we go. If any native Israelite sacrifices a bull or a lamb or a goat anywhere inside or outside the camp, Instead of bringing it to the entrance of the tabernacle to present it as a burnt offering to the Lord, that person will be guilty as a murderer. Such a person has shed blood and will be cut off from the community. The purpose of this rule is to stop the Israelites from sacrificing animals in the open fields. It will ensure that they bring their sacrifices to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle so he can present them to the Lord as peace offerings. Then the priest will be able to splatter the blood against the Lord's altar at the entrance of the tabernacle, and then he will burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to the goat idols. Oh my goodness. This is a permanent law for them to be observed from generation to generation. Verse 8, give them this command as well. If any native Israelite or foreigner living among you offers burnt offerings or a sacrifice, but does not bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle to offer it to the Lord, that person will be cut off from the community. So pause. So what God just said is, is if you want to worship me, if you're going to sacrifice something, but you don't do it the way I'm telling you to do it, you don't bring it to me. You decide to do it your own way, your own purposes, all that stuff, that's wrong. 
and it's a sin. Notice how he even says you're going to be charged as a murderer for killing an animal. You're going to be, you're going to be charged horribly. And because I think the point is, and I think maybe you would agree with this, is that God is not saying don't bring me sacrifices, don't worship me, but worship me my way. I think that's really important because God is saying, I want you to worship me. I want to be in relationship with you, but you got to do it my way instead of worshiping the way you want to worship. Because a good thing done for a bad reason ends out bad. A bad thing done for a good reason is still bad. And what God is saying is, is when you sacrifice these things elsewhere, you're sacrificing them to a goat idol. I don't know what a goat idol is, but I don't want one. (laughs) I don't want anything to do with it. So I think what God is saying is, is I want you to worship me, but I need you to do it my way because worshiping me your own way is the same thing as idolatry. And that's messed up. So here we go. Verse 10. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you eats or drinks blood in any form, I will turn against that person and cut him off from the community of your people. For the life of the body is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for your life that makes purification possible. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, neither you nor your foreigners who live among you. And if any of the native Israelites or foreigners living among you goes hunting and kills an animal or bird that is approved for eating, he must drain its blood and cover it with earth. The life of every creature is in its blood. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, for the life of any creature is in its blood. So whoever consumes blood will be cut off from the community. There we finally have the definitive answer for why God says don't eat anything with blood still in it. It's because the blood is part of what makes us clean. Whenever, we, whenever they would sacrifice something, that blood represented taking our place or the places of these Israelites. And so when you consume that, what you're doing is, is you are taking something that was meant to be for God. And so what God is saying is, don't take what belongs to me. It's for me, and there's a reason behind it. So don't do that. Verse 15 and 16 says this, If any native-born Israelites or foreigners eat the meat of an animal that died naturally or was torn apart by wild animals, they must wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. They will remain ceremonially unclean until evening, but then they will be clean. But if they do not wash their clothes or bathe themselves, they will be punished for their sin. So that's also with, with carcasses and all of that. So here's, here's the question. There's three different things that, that the Lord said to Moses in this. Number one is when you d- decide you're going to worship, worship me my way. When you decide that you know better than me, that is the same thing as idol worship. The second thing he said was, is that when you want to worship me, give me what is mine. Don't keep it for yourself. And then the third thing is, is if you are going to eat something that has died, make sure you do it. Make sure you do it properly, but also realize it is not what I prefer you to do. Here's the question. Why does God care? Why does he care where you sacrifice something? Why does God care what you do with the blood? And why does God care if you eat something he'd rather you not eat? I think the main answer is, is because he wants you free. He wants you clean. He wants you healthy. And God knows that our hearts are easily taken away from him. And so he is saying, do it this way because this is what's best for you. Stay in contact with me, stay in covenant with me, and stay connected to me. Because whenever you decide to go in another way, not only does it hurt our relationship, but it slowly tears you apart as well. I think there's a lot we can learn from the book of Leviticus 
as God is slowly teaching us how to stay free in our life. Hope you enjoy this. I want to hear down in the comments. Maybe you got a completely different takeaway from this. You know, for me, I thought maybe that the idea of the blood and those different things really meant a lot to me because uh, this is a type and shadow. This is a foreshadowing of Jesus. And so I think it's so important that in the New Testament, we don't mess around with the blood of Jesus. We don't mess around with the, with the message of the gospel. We keep the gospel central and everything. But maybe you had a very different takeaway. I want to know in the comments below what happened in your life and maybe what you're soaping through right now. And I will see you tomorrow for Leviticus chapter 18.